From AccuWeather.com, this is AccuWeather Daily, a brief host-read article. It's weather news in a nutshell. As a longtime foreign correspondent, I've worked in lots of places, but nowhere as important to the world as China. I'm Jane Perlez, former Beijing bureau chief for The New York Times. Join me on my new podcast, Face Off, U.S. versus China, where I'll take you behind the scenes in the tumultuous U.S.-China relationship. Find Face Off wherever you get your podcasts. From AccuWeather.com, this is AccuWeather Daily, a brief host-read article. It's weather news in a nutshell. How do you harness an epic amount of rain in a water-scarce state? Scientists say, let it flood. CNN's Renee Marsh writes about California's dilemma in today's AccuWeather Daily for Thursday, January 12th. California has gone from extreme drought to extreme flooding in a matter of days. On Monday, 90% of the state's population was under a flood watch as another round of storms rolled through. Yet it was just last week when several counties in the state were experiencing the exact opposite, exceptional drought, which the U.S. Drought Monitor considers the most severe category. California's parade of storms has not completely reversed the deeply rooted drought, and scientists warn that it has a long way to go to erase years of unfavorable precipitation trends and water supply overuse. But the abrupt shift from drought warnings to flood warnings highlights the dilemma California faces. How do you manage an overwhelming amount of rain in a water-scarce state? And is it possible to harness that water so it's available in the dry summer months? Part of the solution, climate scientists told CNN, is drawing levees back to allow rivers more room to flood safely into surrounding land. We have to let our rivers flow differently. And let the rivers flood a little more and recharge our groundwater in wet season. Peter Glick, a climate scientist and co-founder of the Pacific Institute in Oakland, told CNN. Instead of thinking we can control all floods, we have to learn to live with them. Levees have effectively protected communities in the past, Glick said, but they're not designed for the climate change challenges of today. We need new thinking. We need to operate that infrastructure differently. We need to change some of the characteristics of that infrastructure, Glick said. That will allow us to capture more of these flood flows, store it underground in these aquifers, and then use those groundwater resources when we need them in dry years. Many climate experts agree using levees to prevent floods during the wet season means less water is available to seep into underground aquifers. Those aquifers are a vital source of water for drinking, bathing, and agriculture across California's Central Valley. And they are running dry. But giving rivers more space to flood has a catch. It means entire communities would need to relocate. The process is known as managed retreat. Nicholas Pinter, a researcher and professor of applied geosciences at the University of California at Davis, acknowledged managed retreat is a tall task, but noted other countries are doing it. We are behind the curve on this, Pinter told CNN. The Europeans in the 1990s started doing this. They made a multi-billion euro investment to draw levies back. Pinter said the U.S. has always leaned toward building infrastructure to provide protection. We have always had an engineering mentality with strong property rights, Pinter said. 
There's also an intense resistance by property owners when it comes to giving up their property rights. There's also the threat of pushback from political leaders worried about property tax revenue loss and the loss of land for building and development, Pinter said. A concept like managed retreat requires a mentality shift that will be extremely difficult to achieve, Glick said. These changes are absolutely easier said than done, but they have to be done. Both Pinter and Glick said managed retreat is just one tool in the box when it comes to adapting to more extreme weather. Glick noted there are a litany of other policies states should consider. We have to redesign insurance policies so that we are not rebuilding houses once they've been damaged in the same places where they are going to flood again, Glick said. We have to design flood insurance policies to encourage people to move away from floodplains so we can open up those floodplains so when we get those floods, they will be less damaging. That's it for today. For your local forecast at your fingertips, download the AccuWeather app or head to AccuWeather.com. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.